Welcome to Stella Roos Table, the podcast dedicated to life and everything that comes with it. Come on in and have a seat, grab your beverage of choice, and let's sit down at this table and have a chat. All righty, my darlings, before we get started on today's podcast, I have a very special spotlight for you. Today's spotlight is on another YouTuber named Deontay Burden, and his the name of his channel is Changing Lives, hosted by Deontay Burden. I'm really enjoying watching his channel. Uh, he has, you know, he's done some live streams, um, one of the ones that I really liked is the one that he did called why I love and coaching and mentoring why I love coaching and mentoring if I could actually speak correctly <laughs> why I love coaching and mentoring or what are you willing to sacrifice to be successful I am really enjoying watching his channel so what I want you guys to do is I'm going to put some links attached to the podcast but I want you guys to go over to Changing Lives hosted by Deontay Burden and I want you to subscribe to his channel watch the videos Share the videos with other people. Let's get his views up. Let's get his subscribers up Let's show mr. Burden some love. He has a wonderful personality and you will enjoy his channel. Go give him a try Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time of day it is where you are I greet you with a big old Texas smile and a hug from afar. You have tuned in to Stella Roos Table, the podcast dedicated to life and everything that goes along with it. I am your wonderful, lovely host, Kimberly Brown, and I am unapologetically myself because I don't know how to be anybody else. So now on this morning, my wonderful listeners, um, you all know that I'm trying to bring back the art of conversation where we actually have conversations with each other instead of texting and emailing and FaceTiming <laughs> and all of that good stuff. I want to actually talk to you. You know, used to be back in the day when you got over to Big Mama's house. That's my grandmother. When you got to Big Mama's house, the family be laughing and talking. We sat at the table and we would talk about some of everything. And I want that back. I want that feeling back in my life. So that's why we are having these wonderful conversations. So this morning or today, we are in the midst of our, still in the midst of our women talking and I have some very, very special guests this morning. My first guest, you guys have heard her voice before. <laughs> and that is Miss Yanni. I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell the people what you do. Well, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Yanni. And I have given myself the title of a health and wellness there specialist. She she uh, functional health coach, whatever you want to call it, all of the above. <laughs> Just trying to help ahead, people Yanni. to live their best life and be as healthy uh, as possible. I, she, she, I lost her. Doggone it. Hello. Oh, there y'all are. I'm going to have to edit that one. Okay. Uh -oh. Mr. Burden, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Um, oh, there? I'm here. Uh-huh. Okay, because you dropped out for a minute. Okay, so y'all know who Miss Yanni is, and she is dedicated to... Um, getting people healthy one person at a time right that's it, that's it. 
That's that she's a healthcare professional and she wants everybody in the world healthy. So now my other special guest this morning, I've been really looking forward to this. This gentleman has a wonderful, wonderful YouTube channel. I've been watching. I don't know if he noticed, but I've been watching and I am thoroughly impressed. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. Go ahead, sir. Okay. Good morning, everyone. I'm Deontay Burton and um, I'm a... Uh, accounted by profession, but I'm also a serial entrepreneur. Um, I've been in the financial services industry over 20 years, uh, and also um, uh, I own a business service firm, Majestic Business Services. We're at the tail end of tax season, so I've been putting in 20-hour days. So, uh, I'm rolling with a lot of caffeine right now, but uh, uh, <laughs> as Kimberly mentioned, I'm also the host of uh, Changing Lives, um, hosted by me, Deontay Burden. It's a YouTube channel where we talk about business, finance, entrepreneurship, parenting, um, uh, a whole lot of life issues. Uh, I've been a, a youth football coach and track coach for the, almost the past 20 years. So I think I bring a lot of life experiences to the table where it's not I'm not necessarily speaking hypothetically. And so uh, my biggest thing is to share those same uh, experiences and knowledge that I have and have that dialogue because I'm very big on um with the, especially with the black community, I don't necessarily like us having groupthink. My biggest thing is to promote us thinking independently instead of just going with what Deontay says or that person says. Being able to open your mind up and think, ask questions like why. And also, you know, most importantly, once you find issues that's wrong, let's make solutions instead of just hauling around, you know, hypothetical, you know, ideas and answers and stuff. So that's really what. Um, we try to do it the show again. That's a uh, change of lives. We stream every Thursday uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But you can just go to the YouTube channel, you know, subscribe to it or change of lives or put in Deontay Burton. And uh, we appreciate all the support. And I appreciate the opportunity, first and foremost, for letting me come on your show this morning. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Y'all see, I told y'all he was interesting. We're going to have him back for some business talk, too. Awesome. We, we need that. <laughs> <laughs> Because I am an entrepreneur and so is Miss Yanni. Awesome, awesome. So we are we are learning to build our yeah, we're learning to build our craft and build our business. And so, you know, <laughs> so we're gonna have you back for some business talk too. But this too. morning our subject is Mars and Venus. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about the differences between men and women and how we handle certain situations. Okay. So now, Mr. Deontay, is it okay for me to call you Deontay, sir? Yeah, yeah, yes, you can. You can call me Deontay. You can call me D, whichever you're comfortable with. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the basic needs in a relationship for a woman versus the basic needs for a man. Well, the basic needs, I would just say, uh, in terms of a man, I look at, and I've uh, been married 18 years, and I've been with my wife over 20. We have four sons, and so I can, uh, I got a unique perspective of that. I don't, you know, and I know the dynamics of dating has changed over years since uh, me and my wife were boyfriend and girlfriend. But typically what I look at in terms of what men typically seek is four things is um, uh, companionship. Communication, um, somewhere with all about finances and sex. We're very simple creatures. <laughs> okay, okay. So if we're okay. kind of you know staying in that realm of those four items. I think men are okay. Now okay. some a little bit more important than the others between those four, 
But I think as long as those four are getting met, you know, in some shape, form, or fashion, most men are content. Okay. Okay. And what would you say, Yanni, is our basic needs as a woman in a relationship? I I would uh, women are from Mars and women are from Venus, which would you say? Um, I I think that emotionally, on an emotional level, um, I mean, all of those things are important to me, me personally, um, that he that Deontay just mentioned. But um, the emotional connection to me is is important. Um, right. It, it, as far as I'm concerned, and I, I mm-hmm. think I speak for a lot of women that you know who feel the same way. Um, some may be different, but me personally, it's got to be an emotional connection, and mm-hmm. um, that's that's number one for me. And it seemed like for me, if if we're connecting on that level, then everything else just kind of falls into place. Right. And see, for me, in a relationship, and and you know, I women are emotional creatures, so. The emotion, like you said, the emotional connection is really important for us. But um, I also need, I have to have the emotional connection. That's a, that's an absolute must. I need stability. And I'm not saying stability in finances mm. because things happen. Yeah. I need stability knowing that you and I are in this together and I don't have to worry about nobody else. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to worry about if she over here smiling at you. Why is she smiling? I don't have to do that. (laughs) You know, I don't. For me, I have to have the stability. I have to have the emotional connection and I have to have affection. That's Mm -hmm. that's that's important to me, Mm -hmm. because if if you're not showing me any affection, if you can't hold my hand in public, I got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I have a problem if I if when I go to hold your hand, you say, "No, nah, go on now." <laughs> no, I, <don't. laughs> yeah. I have a problem with that. So, but you know, with women being emotional creatures, our basic needs are tied to our emotions. You know, our our basic needs are tied to our heart, mm-hmm. and so you know, with us being feeling that way, you know, we need that, and men, of course, need that. Men are structured. So they got to have, they need the emotion, but they need the physical. See, the physical isn't as important for us. We like the physical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's not a priority for us. It's not, it's not, we, it's not up there. Yeah, it's highly prioritized as it is for a man. Right. For us, it's like, it'll come, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for a man, you heard, you heard. You heard Deontay, he said, you got to be in that four, that top four. <laughs> but see, and, but men are very structured and they're analytical. Mm-hmm. So that's important to them. But then they, you, like you said, you need those finances straight. For us, we like, okay, money will happen. But men are like, hey, we got to get this money right. right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> You know that's funny you say that because we did a I did a show about two weeks ago about um mm-hmm. what type of thing we were asking the question what type of thinker are you and we kind of looked at it from two perspectives being the rational thinker and the emotional thinker I and mean, more men kind of tend to fall in that mm-hmm. rational as the right. women the emotional where we see you know the furniture costs five hundred dollars and women looking at hey it's nice it's plush and everything like that and uh, mm-hmm. being able to kind of mesh those two modes of thinking. You know, that's the challenge in itself for doing that in a relationship. Right, 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 exactly. Oh, oh, only with my husband. I'm not sure, because let me tell you, (laughs) if we go looking for furniture 
And I'm looking at it going, oh, that's pretty. That's going to go really well in that space. And it's soft looking and it looks homey. My husband's going, that ain't the top of the line. (laughs) I want the top of the line. I'm like, how do you know what's the top of the line, sir? (laughs) If it was left up to my husband, everything in our house would be super heavy, super massive, and masculine. Honestly, because we have big, we have literally, we have big, heavy mm-hmm. furniture and I, I'm fine with that, but I'm, I need some softness, yes. you know, because <laughs> so, I'm a woman. I need it to feel homey. I don't want you to sit in the chair and be like, dang, this chair hard, <laughs> but it's heavy. <laughs> so, but yeah, so yeah, that's right. You know, we have that. I tell you what, me talk about Mars and Venus for real, and that's a that's a that's a perfect point because we even look at furniture differently. Yeah, you know, we even look at furniture differently. Now, the next thing is logic versus intuition. Uh -uh. (laughs) I like that one because now this is my take: men are logical thinkers. They see the black and white of just about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they just see, uh, let me give you a situation. Say there is a woman at your husband's job that's a little friendly. Mm. Uh-oh. And they are calling him, they are calling him their work husband and stuff like that. Okay. The men think, now tell me if I'm wrong, Deontay. The men think all oh, she just, you know, there ain't no big deal. I, we just friends at work. That's it. The women think, uh-uh, she got a plan. <laughs> she got a plan, and she trying to work the plan, and she after you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the men, the men only see she just brought me a cup of coffee because she was already in there. But the women see why did she bring you a cup of coffee? What was her purpose for bringing you mm-hmm. coffee? Why are you so important? You know? <laughs> now, what do y'all think? <laughs> oh Lord, I think it's I think it's an agenda there always. There's always there's always an agenda, and it's and, and eventually it will show as to what that agenda is. And it can it can as far as a man is concerned, it's like oh, it, it wasn't a big deal. She just you know whatever. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, well, let me say this. I know if a woman like me or not, and I think at the end of the day, it's on me. Uh, just like it will be vice versa with my wife. If you know, if you set a certain standard a certain way, if you know somebody likes you, and you know they're being too uh, overly friendly, mm-hmm. hey, listen, I don't play that, and you know we cool, but we're not cool with that. I think you set that standard, people will know because you can have. I got uh, one of my two of my best friends have been childhood friends since we were thirteen. Are, are females? They've known my wife and me and my wife are boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. My wife she goes and you know uh, to that kid's birthday party and stuff. Been like that, you know. And we talking about over twenty years, been friends. Uh, the, the standard set. Now I've met women over the years. Well, like I said again, you know if a woman likes you, but if you like, look, I don't, I don't play that. That's done. So now at the end of the day, sometimes too. Uh, have I been guilty of, hey, look, we're trying to make this deal going. I know this lady likes yeah, me. Yeah. I might be a little yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. 
The deal, well, see, the deal's the deal. We got to get the deal done. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, see, see, but see, the thing is that is true. That's very true. That you know, you know, if a woman likes you, not most time. But then you have those men that are. Let me say it like this: like my husband. Okay, good man, love him to death. Trust me, good man. But he doesn't see that intent sometimes behind all that niceness in a woman. You, you see what I'm saying? Because he, because in his eye, he ain't got. He only got eyes yeah. for me. So he ain't worried about it. And so, yeah, so what? She gave me some coffee, you know, and it ain't no big deal to him. But see, I, I, I'm, I am guilty of telling him all the time, honey, women, because we are emotional creatures, some women are diabolical. They're very devious and you won't know it because they're good at it because we were taught growing up how to drop a handkerchief so he can yeah. pick it up. Right. <laughs> you know? I <laughs> no, but I'm saying in, 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 in general, you know, mm. a woman, a drop an ink pen. She didn't drop that just because she dropped it. Sometimes she dropped mm-hmm. it on purpose uh-huh. so, that, so that you can pick it up and look her dead <laughs> in her eyes. <laughs> Oh yeah, we get taught this stuff. Am I you wrong, are not Daddy? wrong at all. We, we get taught this stuff. We get taught how to walk like a lady, but put a little bit of switch mm-hmm. in the hip. We yeah. get taught that. <laughs> I, I see all these tests I failed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? Some women now. Some women have learned how to take those tools and really be a genuine lady. And a genuine right. woman, but some women have learned how to take those tools and use them to get what yeah. they want. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so I have to tell my husband all the time: be careful, because if a woman this, this this is what I tell gentlemen, and I've had male friends. Don't get twisted. I had some guys that you know were really good friends of mine. But this is what I tell gentlemen when they approach me: if you can't be my husband friend, you can't be yeah. my friend. Yeah, exactly. There you go. We if we can't be friends together, <laughs> so if a woman is approaching you at work and she's bringing you coffee, but she don't really want to hear about your wife, mm-hmm. you know, she don't really want to talk about your wife. What are you up to? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's where the that's where the logic. Versus the intuition come in. My mom used to tell me all the time, and it's you know it's it's funny, but she used to say it all the time. Men see the lines in the road mm-hmm. when they driving. Women see the devil far away. <laughs> I like that one. That's 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 the women see them way yeah. down there, <laughs> but they gonna see right where they are, and that's it. Exactly. And she's basically right where they are. So that's where your logic versus your intuition come in. When usually when your wife is telling you, uh-uh, mm-hmm. something ain't right. Trust us, something ain't right. It's, she it's usually it's usually a, mm-hmm. something ain't right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I need to put my glasses on because I don't be saying that far away. <laughs> but in the same right, in the same right. A man can do the same thing with another man. 
a man knows his intentions towards mm-hmm. his wife or his mm-hmm. girlfriend. My husband has been very, I worked for an attorney and uh, I worked for a group of attorneys for a while. And one in particular, my husband could not stand him. And I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, why you, what did this man do to you? My husband says something ain't mm-hmm. right about him. And he doing some dirty stuff and I don't want you uh-huh. involved. I didn't see nothing. But after I left mm-hmm. the company, he was wow. right. You, you yeah. see what I'm saying? My yeah. husband saw that. It's the same. Mm-hmm. It, it flips. But, you know, my husband see the black and white. How come these people ain't getting paid mm-hmm. this, this, and this? That man ain't mm-hmm. doing his job. Mm-hmm. I never saw that. And I'm right there in the office. Wow. <laughs> you see, and my husband took the numbers and calculated. No. See, if this person and this person, this person five, they should have got somebody now, right? <laughs> I mean, you in the field. You tell me. You know? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, but sometimes it takes a little longer. Uh-uh, this is a good dry case. And my long, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you just can't and all of it, So, you know, it's just, it, it works both ways a lot of times. But that's like I said, that's where that logic versus the intuition mm-hmm. comes in. I tell women all the time, listen to your intuition. Because usually my husband says, you know, you know, within the first five minutes of meeting somebody, if you yeah. want to be bothered with them. And I tell women, I said, I'm going to tell you why that's true. <laughs> Something in a woman tells you if you should pursue mm-hmm. this or not. But we choose because we're emotional and we just want to have somebody to pursue it and see if it pans out. But something I already told you mm-hmm. that this wasn't working. You know, and so I tell them, listen to that tuition because nine times out of ten, it's That's right. True. <laughs> so, but I'm going to ask y'all this question and I'm going to tell y'all how I answered it when somebody asked me. Y'all tell okay. me how y'all answered. Somebody asked me if you could go back and warn your young and tell your younger self something to make your life better now, what would it be? And I said, I would tell the 22-year-old me, <laughs> 23-year-old me, when you meet, see this man right here, run. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> That's how I answered it. And if somebody said, well, no, if you, I wouldn't want to change a thing because it led me to this. I said, no, I think I'd have let that one right there go. <laughs> Oh, so y'all tell me how y'all tell me how y'all would answer that question. <laughs> I, I, I think me personally, the biggest thing I would do if I can go back in time, and it's probably one of the, one of my main rules that I live by today. I would major in the minor. I took uh, I took a lot of stuff seriously when mm-hmm. I was younger. Whereas now through life experiences, I know they didn't mean that big of a deal. Now that's one of my biggest models I use now. Don't major mm-hmm. in the minor uh, I like because I, I I spent a lot of times. You know, even, you know, just with business, especially with family, even with my marriage, things that really were petty. Now, now again, keep in mind, you're younger and you don't have that much right. life experience why you do certain things, but definitely don't major in the minor. The second thing is make sure that when you're doing stuff for people, uh, make sure they got skin mm-hmm. in the game. Because I'm, there you go. Because I'm, I'm <laughs> and this is when I say this, I'm talking about everything from in business with family and everything. Because again, you know, even with uh, uh, 
just say children. We can have um, a certain path you yeah. want your kids to do. And you can just say, cool, I want to do this. I'm going to pay for private school all these years. Just throw an example out there. And your kid gets to the 12th grade. You spent maybe a total of forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 from kindergarten to 12th grade in private school and tutors and everything. And your kids say, Dad, I want to rap. And what can you say? What can you say besides, you know, probably cry, cuss, and everything else? You want to make sure you have some skin in the game that knowing, okay, this is what's going on. Or even if it's a point of loaning somebody or supporting somebody, let them have some kind of skin in the game where you know. Because, again, what we want people to do and what we want things to happen in life, that's what we want. That doesn't mean that the people are going to do it because people do what? Yeah. They change their mind. They uh, The interest right. change. So you just want to make sure that, you know, I, I, I think that people had a skin in the game. But those two things, not majoring in the minor and also, when you're dealing with people doing stuff for people, make sure they got skin in the game. Those are two big things I would have told a younger Deontay. Right. There you go. I like that one. Make sure somebody got skin in the game. Because if they don't if, if they don't care about what they're doing, then you shouldn't be investing all your stuff. I I that's deep because I'm telling you, I get on my husband all the time. Because he wants he wants to tell everybody mm-hmm. what they should do with their life <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of profession they should be interested in and where they should be do- going. And I told him, tell him all the time, these kids got to find their yeah. own way. Mm-hmm. You decided that you wanted to be a truck driver when you were very, very young and you walked into mm-hmm. that and that's what you do. However, just because you love driving trucks don't yeah. mean that that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. You you get your own truck and you got your own business. You hire your boys. They going to run that business into the ground because mm-hmm. that's not what mm-hmm. they want. <laughs> you got to make, sure, make sure that they are interested and really in what they're trying to do. And if they don't want to do that, you can't force nobody to follow your path for them. You got to have them follow their own path. You know, I tell him that all the time because he always, I think you ought to. And he tells me <laughs> what you need to do is, like, like what you leave them kids alone. <laughs> I was like, because you've been, you been an investing money in a real estate business for them, and then they don't even like it in a month. <laughs> and it happens all the time. Yeah. All I said, the time. No, don't do it. Okay, so Miss Yanni, what would you? Mine is so simple because I feel like it would have saved me from so so much. If I could talk to my younger self, I would say listen to your mama more often than you do it because I I listen to her for the most part, but a lot of times I was like, she don't know what she's talking about in my mind. That's what I'll be saying. But man, (laughs) did she know what she was talking about? Come on now. So yeah, if if I could change anything or go back and tell my my younger self, listen to your mama. A hundred percent of what she says has come true. Has has happened. She's like, I don't know. You need to reconsider that. You need to. Yeah, I wish I. And she would have saved me from a lot of heartache, a lot of trouble, a lot of pain. You know. So that mind is so simple. I can't tell her she right. She get the big head and then I never give it down. I can't tell her she right. <laughs> can't do it. But that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. Because I tell you what, I, I actually, my first husband, I married him mm-hmm. to spite my mama. 
I, and, and I'm I can be, I can say that now. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say it then. I could, you know, then I was like, I'm in love with him, and I really want this, and we're gonna be okay once we say I do, and da 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 da. And my mom was like, Look, you need to get away from that fool. <laughs> they said you don't need to marry him. He ain't trying to be married to you. He only want to marry you because mm-hmm. you left him. Because I left him. And then he came back and said, let's get married. You know how we are as women. Really? That's what you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so young. And I was so young and so silly. And he, you know, he, and honestly, the only reason he wanted to, he said, let's get married was because I left him. I was very young. And I, you know, I had got to the point where I was like, we were living together. And I was yeah. like, I, this ain't what I want. Yeah. I don't want to be somebody's yeah. girlfriend for 10, 15 years. You know, I I, I got to go. I mm-hmm. can't do this, you know, and I left. And then he came and found me. Come on, let's get married. I know that's what this is about. And my mama said, don't you marry that fool? <laughs> she said, he don't want to be married. He don't really right. love you. You just comfortable. And I was like, how dare she say I'm just comfortable, I'm valuable, you know. My mother was very brutally honest. I can say that. She was brutally honest. And she said, look, you need to leave this fool alone, da, 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 she, because she couldn't wow. stand him. Oh, she could not stand him. And I was going to prove her wrong. You don't know. He loved me. And I love him. And I'm going to marry him. I don't care what she mm-hmm. say. I'm going to prove mm-hmm. her wrong. Girl. <laughs> Girl, you should have listened to your mama. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, and this is not an exaggeration. We went to the Justice of the Peace to get married because I we didn't have a wedding, mm-hmm. which of course was already something yeah. that I wanted but wasn't getting. We went to the Justice of the Peace, got married. Immediately when we left the Justice of the Peace's house. This man cussed me wow. out so bad. Wow. He called me everything by my name. From the from the from the driveway of the Justice of Peace's house all the way home. This man talked so crazy to me. And I didn't understand it. I was like, yeah. oh my God, what is <laughs> you know? Why are you so angry? Why are you going? I mean, he went all the way off on me. Because nothing mm-hmm. had happened. He just started talking crazy. And when we got to the house, he said, why are you crying? What's wrong? Yeah. I should have towed up the marriage license. You should have. That's what it sounds like. Girl, I, I'm telling you, and you live and learn. And, and But I couldn't tell my mama. Mama, you were right. This fool cussed me out. I, uh-huh. I had to prove her wrong, so I was married. My mom married. She said, mm. <laughs> All righty, my darlings, you have been listening to part one of Mars and Venus with our special guest, Deontay Burton of Changing Lives with Deontay Burton. That's a channel on YouTube. I want you guys to go check it out. And we always love it when Miss Yanni stops by just to have great conversation with us. Now, this is part one. Part two will be coming very, very soon. I do apologize for any technical difficulties that we had in the midst of it, but we got it all straight. So, Thank you again for stopping by. Now, if you want to contact us, guys, 
You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Stellar Roos Table. And you can send me an email to stellaroostable at gmail.com. You can ask questions, give questions, excuse me, give us suggestions for topics. I'm always loving it when you guys are contacting us and interacting with us. I thank you again for stopping by and giving us a listen. As always, I love you, love you, love you. God bless you. Live life, laugh often, and eat some good food while you're doing it. Until next time.